0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen.
1: Hi,
2: everyone. It's Dan.
1: And Brendan.
2: And this is Come Through Queen. It's a moment. A moment is happening. Hey, Brendan.
1: Hi, Dan. Before we get to the
2: news, and we do have some interesting news going on this week, I do want to point out that we have nearly completed our Housewives ranking journey over on Patreon. We ranked both the cities of Dallas and Salt Lake City uh, this week. So if you've been following along, you definitely want to tune into that and see who makes it at the top of the list and who's at the bottom. Uh, and keep following along because we're going to do our ultimate ranking very soon as well.
1: Yes, please do. Dan, can I read a text to you I just received? Sure. So our friend Tim just texted me and okay. asked, why do you think Crystal's husband is good looking?
2: Uh, that is a very good question, <laughs> Brendan.
1: Why? I don't know. He's just like, I don't know. He's like, cute he's tall he's got glasses Is he he's tall? got a beard tallish right i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know he's got he's got like a je ne sais quoi wow
2: i wonder if will we see him at the reunion we usually don't see the uh beverly hills man at the reunion
1: every once in a while i feel like i feel like i have seen pk once
2: yeah that that feels right and yeah. we he deserves a spot at this year's reunion i would he say he
1: truly does actually
2: yeah But speaking of reunions, we learned like late Friday night (laughs) that the Roni reunion was canceled.
1: Yeah, the classic Friday night news dump.
2: Yeah, I think Alex and I were out at dinner together. So we weren't like too focused on the phones at that moment. And then I kind of just like it hit me and I couldn't even process it at that point.
1: I know. I was doing something for work late Friday night, and I was like, why, why is this news coming now where I can't fully, like, talk about it, process my feelings, be sad about it? I think I'm the only person who's sad about it.
2: Yeah, I think we both are sad about it.
1: It's just, like, to me, it's a bad omen. Not that I think that Roni's going to be canceled, but it's just, like, that, I don't know. It
2: doesn't, I mean, it. we've had double digits of seasons for many cities at this point. Yeah. So like at this point we are over a hundred reunions, I would assume. Or at least like close to a hundred reunions.
1: Probably. I'm sure. I don't know how to do math.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So for this to be our first one of not receiving a reunion feels, feels bad.
1: I mean, this season of Dallas got a reunion, and then they were canceled.
2: OC got a reunion, and that was like a shit show.
1: This feels very below deck, where it's like some seasons will have a reunion, some mm. some seasons they won't. I don't know.
2: Will this now be a precedent? Like, will we not always get a
1: reunion? I don't. I don't know. I I'm I'm sad, mad, and scared. Yeah.
2: I I wonder what will happen because, like, I think they're not even going to start filming again until 2022 they said
1: did they did bravo say that i
2: don't know i thought that was just like the word on the street
1: i think that's the word on the street
2: okay 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 yeah i just it'll be weird cuz you know the cliche of oh the last time like we were all together uh-huh we're, we're not going to get that this this going on and it's a
1: reunion flashback yeah so there will be a lot of like story issues because they won't have those clips to lean back to Mm -hmm. and the last time we saw the gals they were getting along so it's going to have to be a lot of like screenshots maybe of what happened over while they were not together and that kind of thing it just doesn't feel good
2: I mean this reunion kind of felt like it was going to be tackling a lot of what happened in between which I was interested in yeah
1: yeah So we'll see. I don't know what they're going to do.
2: I can't believe it's like official, official. It doesn't even feel real in my brain.
1: (laughs) It doesn't feel real. Oh my God. We sound so sad. We need to get lives.
2: I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My life will go on. (laughs)
1: Yeah. It'll be, it'll be fine.
2: Yeah. But something on the other side of the coin that is bringing me so much joy. I have been like chomping at the bit for any little crumb of All Stars 2 news.
1: Bitch, I have been checking all of their Instagram stories every, th- three times a day.
2: And they've been so quiet.
1: I think Bravo told them to be quiet.
2: Yeah. And it feels like it It came and went so quickly. Like, when did we go in the house? Last Friday, maybe?
1: I think we just spent, like, less than a week there.
2: Yeah. We got there, like, last Friday, and we left t- today.
1: But let's back up, because I feel like we have mentioned this in the past when it was still kind of rumored, but and it felt purely rumors to me because the cast <laughs> is so bizarre that I thought, this is never happening.
2: Well, there, but, there, would, there would be news articles that would leave people out
1: <laughs> yeah. of, the,
2: of the final cast group.
1: So they have filmed and wrapped filming today on... The second season of All Stars, Housewives, which is, like, what's it called? Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah. And I heard a rumor that this one is going to be called The Ex-Wives of the Manor.
2: Or At the Manor.
1: Or At the Manor. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. And the cast is a trip. <laughs> so we have Brandy Glanville, mm. Eva Marcel. Which, interesting. Tamara Barney Judge. Which was a surprise. Phaedra Parks. Great. Vicky Gunvelson. Jill Zarin. I've been dying for this. Taylor Armstrong. Great. All hosted at Bluestone Manor by Dorinda Medley. Yeah. I, this is the wildest. It's like, how are they even going to start this series? Like, how <laughs> do these women even know each other?
2: Well, Jill Zarin was the collector of Fallen Housewives.
1: That is true.
2: Which wouldn't but, make more sense for it to be hosted at Camp Rezarin.
1: But she doesn't have... I mean, she's yeah. got Camp Zarin in Boca Raton, but yeah. it's not as iconic as uh, Bluestone Manor. Mm-hmm. For sure. And Bluestone Manor has a way of making people go a little wild. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: I, I feel like what's not talked about enough is... You know, people were clamoring for Jill Zarin to come back to Roni for so long, which, like, I don't really see her place in it. However, this is truly the best thing to bring her back to because she and Dorinda do not get along.
1: Yeah, so Dorinda's final season, there was talks about how Dorinda, how Jill was supposed to go up to Bluestone Manor with the rest of the Roni gals that year, but Dorinda, like, uninvited her and prohibited that from happening. yeah. And so it'll be interesting how they deal also, the biggest question mark for me in this cast is actually: we haven't been with Taylor Armstrong in so long. She has no social
2: media presence.
1: she hasn't posted on socials I mean she posts sometimes on Twitter randomly, which is so weird because usually people like usually reality stars rely on instagram she hasn't posted on she has not posted on Instagram in over five years, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where that pans out. I guess it's, it's all a wild card to me. And I read something that they're all fighting.
2: Yeah, the girls are fighting. What is the tea? <laughs> Which I could see because this is such a chaotic group.
1: I read that they're all fighting, but then I also read that Phaedra and Taylor are randomly getting along with everyone.
2: I feel like that kind of makes the most sense. Yeah. Um a, a photo of them taken the very last night was posted. Yeah. And they look like they've been run over by a truck. And then like the truck ran them over and then backed up back over them a the second time.
1: I like I need to know. I'm so hyped for this in a way that I haven't been hyped for anything soon. Like the All-Star. All-Stars One thing excited me only because it was like new and Housewives in a like mixed together. Yeah. But like that cast to me is so boring compared yeah. to this cast.
2: I I want them to postpone All-Stars One and air All-Stars 2 for
1: I know. Wait, but it's almost like you know how Drag Race All-Stars 1 was a flop and then mm. All-Stars 2 was like Creme de la Creme? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but this also this also to compare to Drag Race, this All-Star season feels like a late All-Star season because of the randomness of the cast.
2: But also, it feels like, um, it almost feels like a silky nutmeg ganache battle back. It feels like... They're going to
1: battle back.
2: <laughs> it feels like the girls, like the ones who have already been on all stars once and getting another chance after Mm -mm. losing Mm -hmm. like these women are a lot of them. I think are coming in hungry.
1: I know. And everyone, wherever I read comments, everyone on like Reddit or like Twitter or whatever, isn't here for like Eva being part of the cast. But Mm. in my opinion, this cast is so big It doesn't matter that she's in there. And I kind of like the energy of Eva the Diva being in the mix. I feel like she's like a good friend. It looks like in the picture that like her and Brandy are getting along because they're like clutching each other. Mm -hmm. So
2: it's definitely like a wild card having her in there. And I do think like she interacts with people differently.
1: Yeah. Like
2: I think. For the most part, she became friends with everyone on Atlanta other than Marlo. So it was just kind of like, okay, I'm just like your friend, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And we need some people who are like friends. The other interesting thing, back to Jill. Jill is a sober woman. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, I mean, I don't know. She's like, she doesn't drink. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right.
2: You're right. right. I just like, I forget about that. Yeah.
1: It'll be interesting to see her in like this supercharged because I mean, we've got Vicky, we've got Tamra, we've got Dorinda. Yeah. Even Taylor at some point. It's like, it'll be interesting to see her in this brand. I just said Brandy. No. Yeah.
2: No, but Vicky and Tamra were like the, the biggest sneak peek that we got.
1: Yeah. They were posting early in the week, uh, with, with, uh, Brandy announcing the new trace Amigas.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I could talk about this for like
1: an hour. <laughs> I know it's like I cannot wait to see room placements. Like who's sleeping mm. in the fish room? I know that it looks like Tamara and Vicky, or Tamara at least, is staying in Hannah's room. Okay, okay. because um, she's posted a couple things from it. Yeah, I also I just like that Jill did a very sneaky, um, selfie where you could clearly see Dorinda and Taylor. Yeah. in behind her, like during the week, it's it's so good.
2: Yeah. Man, oh, man. But, you know, here's something else. Right? Not that, uh, we can't stay on it forever, but, like, the thought of some of these women having a confessional excites me.
1: I know. That's why. I wonder how they're managing these confessionals for these all-star seasons. And then the other thing that excites me and, like, makes me kind of scared, I feel like anyone from the Northeast isn't going to get – the charm of, like, the Berkshires.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Like, I feel like the California girls, I, and this might be too judgy of me, but I feel like they're gonna, like, <laughs> judge, like, like, the town of Great Barrington.
2: I feel like, I feel like Taylor will enjoy it, because she's, like, an Aspen girl. Okay. Right? Isn't she, or isn't she, like, a color? like, she's somewhere in Colorado, I thought. Yeah,
1: but they're in, Colorado and Massachusetts are okay. not the same. Okay,
2: okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: different people.
2: Sure. Oh my god, I'm so happy. I'm so excited. Vicky's gonna be
1: such an asshole on this series, and we just have to lean into the fact Good. that it's gonna be yeah. true. Yeah,
2: like especially on the heels of like Steve Lodge losing his uh recall bid.
1: Also, the fact that Vicky had she was anti-vax, but was forced to get the vaccination in order to get this paycheck. <laughs> And then I saw her, she was in New York City and she was at Cat's Deli. And we all know New York restaurants were requiring Vax. So it's like she had to show her fucking Vax card to get into a restaurant in New York. I love it. I love it.
2: Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Let's talk about Potomac.
1: Let's get into it.
2: This was a great episode, I would say.
1: (laughs) Such a fun episode, especially since we've all seen the drive back video. And by oh, we yes. all I mean me and you. Yes. I'm yes, not yes, sure yes. if the listeners have. Her listeners, but if you please. Pause this right now. Watch Drive Back, then come back.
2: Well also come back and then listen to the rest of this episode and then stream Deep Space, which is now available on all platforms.
1: Oh yeah, go to Spotify. Um I feel like it was fun
2: because we have like the front half heavy uh, loaded by like individual scenes that I was very invested in.
1: Yes. And this is the thing that we need in housewives. And th- this is a new thing for me. Like my new realization with how <laughs> bad Rony was this year, mm. it's because we can't have these scenes in Rony because they don't have, they have families, but the families <laughs> aren't there.
2: there. Yeah. There was nothing for us to like
1: drive back from. Exactly.
2: Um, I know you love being with the Bryants.
1: It's that scene was so funny. <laughs> it was actually like if you showed that to somebody who's a comedian who knows nothing about housewives they would laugh. Mm.
2: Okay. And that ugly Gucci car.
1: I know. I kind of want one now.
2: I could see you uh, driving around Brooklyn in your Gucci car.
1: <laughs> I mean, Harry Styles was the face, is the face of Gucci and okay. he's the only thing that comes up on my for you page on TikTok these days. That's sick. Like I know. his
2: own TikTok. No, no,
1: no, no, no. People at his concerts.
2: Okay, okay. Huh. Wow. Because he's touring. Okay. Let's let's dive into the Wendy Osefo business plan, which I cannot put this together. Because to me, she's such, like, a go-getter, put-together, professional, like, she's a professor- tiktok she has time
1: yeah but like being a commentator and a professor is very different than being a business person i happen to be both a commentator and a business a small business owner so (laughs) (laughs) not not everyone can achieve that
2: (laughs) um i wonder like how there's got to be a part of this that's like a bit right
1: I think she's like, I think she's doing a little bit of acting here. She
2: is. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but, but then like the part that's not a bit to me is where's the fucking candle? <laughs> I
1: know. I know. I, it's really such a sin that we can't buy the candle when she starts talking about it on the show.
2: I, I literally look every week. Yeah. For both now her and Karen. Yeah. But at least Karen, like, has released a statement saying, like, the candle is coming.
1: Yeah. And at least she's holding a candle in her scenes about the candles.
2: Uh, oh, I guess Wendy was, the, too. Yeah.
1: But I don't know.
2: Yeah. But I gotta say, I could listen to Karen talking about the candle fight all day. I Wendy's is meant for a powder room. <laughs> <laughs> Not a large space. Uh, but no, I mean... I there's a market for that, like the powder rooms need a candle like this. one might even argue the powder room needs it more than any other place in your home,
1: yeah, that's like the most important space for a candle, usually,
2: yeah, but that three wick is just for for anywhere else, like oh my god, <laughs> like I don't think you understand though i I need both of them
1: I would like to I would like to purchase one or both I mean, I know that you. You burn uh, the Tiffany moon candle in your home. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would like to burn um, Wendy Oseffo's and Karen Huger's.
2: I mean, the thing is that it's been, it's become such a conversation point. Whereas like the Tiffany moon candle was not on the show. So it was not important for me as like an experience. It was more just like, su- like happy to be supporting Tiffany.
1: Yeah, I wonder what my roommate would think if there's randomly a Windy Osefo candle in the bathroom. Because usually it's just like a Mrs. Myers candle or whatever.
2: Oh, okay, okay, that's cute. But
1: but I wonder, like, if I throw a swerve and it's Windy Osefo.
2: I just I can't wait for the release. I hope it's coming. Um. So yeah. Okay. I love being with Ashley Darby's whole family. Not including Michael.
1: <laughs> I know. I mean, to be with Uncle Lump.
2: Like, Uncle Lump has grown on me so much. Not that, like, he had to, like, he had a negative imp- impression. But, like, to me, he's now, like, a fixture in my life.
1: The name truly doesn't fit the man, though. <laughs>
2: no, he fits the man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, for some reason, I'm going to call him Dr. Lump. Because he is, he is like, bringing wisdom, I feel yeah, like, yeah, to her life. Yeah. And, like, telling her what's what. But also being respectful of, like, what she has going on. I like mm-hmm. the mix, you know? Yeah.
2: And we're get, we're seeing more of uh, his wife, which I, like, feel like I've never really landed on before.
1: I had never really realized, and I apologize if this had been covered in the past, but I had, not, I had never realized that he had a wife and that, like, mm. they kind of took her in. And, like,
2: she has a cousin. Like, yeah. There's a lot to the story there.
1: When... She says that they're getting into the movie business. All I think about is Sonya Morgan's like seven million, ten million dollar lawsuit, yeah, yeah, for that John yeah. Travolta movie. Yeah. It's like, not that I think so. Not that I think Sonya could do better than Michael, but it's like, mm. yeah, I think Sonya could probably do better than Michael.
2: Oh wow, um, I'm happy that also Casanova, uh, Ashley's brother, is in mm-hmm. the room. Yeah. It's like if we're in the room together, can we like get in the studio together? Is what I, I know. Let's <laughs> do, I do I it.
1: I don't think. I doubt. Do you think Ashley will continue to pursue?
2: I uh, sadly think she will not pursue.
1: I think that Candace has kind of taken over that space as far as like this franchise goes, and I don't yeah. think I, I see a space for uh, Coffee and Love Part Two. Yeah, I mean, listen, <gasps> Ooh, I, tea and hate T and hate. Tea and
2: hate, <laughs> and it could be a diss
1: track about Candace. Oh wow! Oh my god! Okay,
2: I mean the thing is with like Coffee and Love is like it, I loved it. It was so fun, but like a career was not going to be spawned out of that. Whereas I have not listened to Deep Space now available on Apple and uh, Spotify, but like the two songs that she's given us so far, even past I See You. Uh, benefits and dryback are like actual songs that you would hear in real life. I feel.
1: Yeah, coffee and love was kind of like when, um, in the '80s or '90s, Chris Jenner recorded "I Love My Friends." Do you know what I mean? It's just like a tribute song to someone you love, and to coffee, and to coffee. Yeah, which I don't have in my life anymore, which is weird. Wait, have you given up coffee? I think I need to reintroduce it. Wait, were you? Was this like a conscious effort? No, I just, like, one day stopped.
2: (laughs) Okay. You forgot about coffee. (laughs) (laughs) No, usually people who, like, drink coffee and then stop, it's like, oh, I'm, like, cutting the caffeine.
1: No, it wasn't anything like that. It was just, like, I just one day stopped.
2: Okay. Wow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's check in with Robin in that warehouse.
1: I love this scene because they're so impressed by that warehouse.
2: I gotta say, it's like a beautiful warehouse, but it felt a little expensive for me. What they were charging, like for those little rooms?
1: How much was it? Seventeen hundred a month?
2: I don't remember the exact numbers. I, I should have like written it down. But to I me, I think like, it was
1: like around seventeen hundred a month.
2: It just felt like a lot mm-hmm. for me. And I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> between that and, like, being a 100K over budget on the house renovations.
1: And they just went through that thing last year with, like, the tax thing that they didn't know about. Yeah. Which I will say, Robin has been pretty honest about, like, that situation. So I don't, mm. like, falter for it. I think it was just, like, an oversight for them. Am I being a okay. Robin apologist here? Probably. Yeah, uh, I- But, like, they've just been not great with money in recent years. So, like... Yeah. It's had another expense for this business. And I don't know how much the embellish is making, but.
2: And can we just like reply to Macy's? And use I know.
1: And TJ Maxx. <laughs> reply to TJ. I,
2: I, wanna, I This needs to be a question at the, at the reunion. And I feel like, you know, the reunion is going to be so far out from when that scene aired. But, but someone needs to a- ask Andy from wherever, like, did you reply to Macy's and TJ Maxx?
1: I think that he tweeted that they're getting ready for the Potomac reunion. So maybe that person can be Dan from Brooklyn. Yes,
2: yes, 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 yes.
1: Okay. I
2: need that answer. Um, We spent more time with Mia and her family. And, like, there's a lot going on with the mom.
1: I know. And the sister. Yeah, the mom, like, the revelation that the mom, like, didn't really want to come and like help take care of the kids, which I guess like you're not obligated to do as a grandmother, but I feel like a lot of grandmothers do do it.
2: Yeah, but I mean, I see the mom's POV a little bit in terms of like, well, I got this like daughter who's a single mother who probably needs my help a little bit more.
1: Yeah, than, that's true. Than
2: you living up in the penthouse.
1: Yeah, that's true. And then the whole thing about talking about, I think it was interesting her talking about Candace with her husband and how they had tried to do like the, when she started the chiropractic, Mm -hmm. like MLM, just kidding. It's not MLM, (laughs) but the company, um, he was involved. And then eventually they had figured out like, he needs to not be involved so she could just do it on her own.
2: Yeah. I like me.
1: I like Mia. I think
2: she's such a (laughs) shitster. I know. Should we drive back?
1: Let's drive back.
2: Well, so we're driving back into Candace's life with Mama Dorothy in town.
1: Mama Dorothy. This episode, like, are you kidding me?
2: The fact that Dorothy is, like, still going at it like this, because eventually Candy was, like, enough, Mama Joyce. Like, <laughs> I don't need you actively destroying my family.
1: But I mean, it took years.
2: Yeah, it took a few years. But like, Dorothy's been doing it for a few years now.
1: Do you think Dorothy is Mama Joyce's mentee? Do you yeah. think they've had a conversation? <laughs> yes, yes.
2: <laughs> it's just like very... And, and I think even like, um, Candace brought up Candy like when she was on Watch Women's Live this past week. Mm-hmm. In terms of like, Wanting to reach out to her, but,
1: man. (laughs) It's so messy.
2: Well, she meets... We're at the drive-back parking lot shoot. (laughs) Where the women are arriving.
1: This reminded me of, like, I was in, like, a media film production class in high school, and, like, the setup of, like, how they had to piece things together reminded me of that in, like, such a weird way.
2: Like, having to make do without a Having to,
1: like, make do with, like, whatever surroundings that you had, and, like, that kind of thing.
2: I mean, I gotta say, I knew what the concept was of this final shoot, and having watched the music video, I, I thought how it would play out in this episode would be that they eventually get the cars. So I think not yeah, pulled didn't, it off.
1: Yeah. I didn't notice like watching the, watching the music video. I didn't notice that like we had a makeshift thing with the cars. Like they seemed like fine cars to me, but I also don't drive. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You're waiting for your Gucci, uh, like Volkswagen bug to <laughs> come. And I'm down.
1: waiting to get hit by a car. I feel like I've been caught cr- like for some reason, crossing the street these days it's like so scary to me <laughs> okay i have a question I, though
2: as a driver are you on your phone when you're crossing the street or are you paying attention
1: no i'm never on my phone i'm always paying attention because i always am afraid that the approaching car is gonna hit me yeah
2: i just like the amount and i of people, always wait for
1: the crosswalk the amount of people
2: who are on their phone while they're crossing is like startling to me like i don't do that life.
1: anymore i don't do that anymore okay okay I used to do that in Manhattan, but Manhattan was like, the grid made it like a little, I was a little more confident in my steps walking into a Mm -hmm. crosswalk.
2: Yeah, it's a different culture. Walking is a different culture in Manhattan
1: than Brooklyn. I'm not even joking. It kind (laughs) of (laughs) is.
2: Yeah, so don't do that. Um, But Mia meets Dorothy and like they immediately just start chatting.
1: And start talking shit. I love it. Sometimes you meet somebody and you can, you you know, we can start talking shit from the jump.
2: But when when Dorothy starts talking shit to Karen and Karen's, like, pulling her, I'm like, trying to make her stop.
1: Yeah, but also, like, the thing about Karen, and I think she'll probably, I it'll be interesting to see how they uh, deal with this at the reunion. But, yeah, she did pull dorothy back at that one point and dorothy was like oh i know we have mics on or whatever (laughs) but then karen still goes and asks for like the the information she still wants to know so i it'll be interesting to see how karen manages that if it comes up at the reunion
2: yeah love seeing the Scala as usual (laughs)
1: love seeing a Scala. let's talk about uh giselle's uh visor
2: she was blocking out the haters
1: yeah, and it's her Fast and the Furious look. Apparently that's what happens in the movie. Yeah.
2: I mean, I loved everyone's like take on Fast and the Furious.
1: <laughs> I know. Wait, I, I don't I don't want to give too, Giselle too many compliments, but the fact that oh, right. when Candace wasn't already there when they arrived and she just decided to go back to her car and text. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is like I was like, this never happens in Housewives. Yeah. I thought it was very funny.
2: I feel like she's like, okay. There's not really a scene until everyone gets here. So let me just go chill. Right. (laughs) But we eventually have Chris storming onto set in his apron.
1: It was like, where did he even come from? Like, did he, is this parking lot behind their house? I know. Are are we (laughs) down the block? (laughs) But I love like Giselle
2: being like, where's the food (laughs) chef?
1: I mean, these women are all. They always have so many fucking funny lines. Yeah, I love them.
2: Uh, What a fun, what a fun week! And I and I can't wait for next week too with the the shady ball at Giselle's home.
1: I know the camera, the
2: camera shots of like concrete and like things blowing in the wind.
1: The the balloons like blowing like past the thing. I cannot wait. To see Karen's reaction to the home, it's gonna be so fucking good.
2: And screaming about being vaccinated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: oh my God, what a joy.
1: What a joy, Behar.
2: Okay, let's put on our skis and head over to the slopes of Salt Lake City. So, how are the slopes treating you this week? <laughs> They're treating me pretty well. I mean, it's hard to live up to the premiere.
1: I agree. and
2: and We're still getting, like, the motor going, I think.
1: Yeah, and also, can I say one thing? I think having two of these Housewives shows on a Sunday night hmm, is, like, a lot for me.
2: Oh, I... Like, to me, it's the cure for the scaries.
1: Okay. For me, it's, like, I can do one, and then, like, I have to rewatch both episodes before we record, because it's been so, like, long ago, you know? Yeah, I
2: mean, that's just, like, more of a fault of, like, us recording a few days later. Yeah. Um, But to me, it's like, ooh, there's no one I'd rather be with on Sunday night.
1: True, true.
2: (laughs) Okay, who do you want to start with?
1: Um, should we pick up with what was Lisa Barlow doing early in the episode?
2: Well, Lisa Barlow is the connector, as we talk about in our Patreon bonus episode. Yes. in the rankings, she is bringing Jenny to Shashalay 2.0.
1: Okay, yes, with the trail mix.
2: And I' got to say, we neglected to talk about Jenny last week.
1: Yeah, and that's only because we had already recorded an episode about uh Salt Lake City with Cara Berry for her podcast. Yeah, And so check that out by the way.
2: Yeah. But we were in the mindset when we were recapping on this podcast like, let's check in with our friends. And like at this point Jenny's not a friend yet.
1: Sure. Though now she feels like more of a friend. She's
2: becoming a friend, yeah.
1: And I will I will one one point I want to make about Jenny before we get to this week's episode is uh I feel like her thing about her husband not being handsome. I feel like he's really handsome. Oh yeah, like
2: Like, I I I would. Okay, since we talked talked about him earlier this episode, I take him over Rob Minkoff any day of the week, Monday through Sunday.
1: Okay, yeah, he's over Rob for me a little bit, but Rob's still up there.
2: Okay, okay. No, I feel like we'll get to more Jenny later, but like her being brought over to Jen Shaw's was the first time that it even registered in my brain that they are Jen and Jenny.
1: Oh yeah, same.
2: <laughs> like I have gone through taglines, premiere, this, that, like speculation about her being added like months and months ago. And it, it took me till this week to realize they have the same name.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jen Shaw really had to walk us through that.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do appreciate that Jen Shaw is yes anding Jenny. Yes. So that's good.
1: Like when, when, when Jenny pulls the lint off of her butt, Jen Shaw's like, yes,
2: and. And now she's my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Jen Shaw jumps out the window in this conversation. Talking about like, I have apologized and apologized and apologized.
1: Oh yeah, she thinks that she thinks Meredith's issue with her is about the shit she was talking last year. But little does she know the issue is with the shit she's been talking on social media.
2: Yeah, but does she not? Does, is it a little? Does she realize or like does she realize?
1: She doesn't initially realize because then Lisa's like, "No, she's oh, not right. talking about your mar like the marriage stuff that you were talking about last mm, season." Mm-hmm. She doesn't say last season, but like last year. She's talking about like you attacking her kids.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, this all of this drama because it's all social media feels mm. very season four of Roni when um, Simon Van Kempen was mean tweeting. Ooh,
2: that's and a so like
1: yeah, so we're dealing with a lot of mean tweeting. Not yeah. even mean tweeting, mean liking,
2: mean liking, mean reposting. Yeah, just like some mean stuff.
1: Some mean stuff.
2: Um. Okay, let's check in with Jenny because I do want to check in with her.
1: Okay, I like checking in with her.
2: I gotta say, it felt like when we were making dinner. This is such a, like a weird observation, but it felt like the pots weren't big enough for what we were cooking.
1: Yeah, that ravioli was like overflowing that pan. Yeah, right? like
2: we couldn't like mix it properly. It was stressing me out a little bit.
1: Yeah. So. Um... Friend of the friend of the pod, um, who does Real Housewives orders yeah. on Instagram? A uh, very
2: successful account, by the way.
1: Yes, very successful account. He was just on. Well, first of all, he identified where the raviolis were from, okay. and they're either from Whole Foods or Trader Joe's, and they're lobster raviolis.
2: Which I believe I've seen those in the wild somewhere.
1: So you can go get them, and then be like Jenny, was, get that. Be like Jenny, get them. And then he was also on um, our Irish friend, Connor's podcast, Housewives and Me, which is a cheater brand podcast. Hello. After he was a regular segment on this podcast.
2: I love that. <laughs> it's like, to if I am as our Irish friend. Well, he, it's, it's the truth. He's not just our friend. Wow.
1: He's both. Yeah. Um, so he was on Connor's podcast and they lightly dragged us. Which I think you had coming. For the amount yeah, that you they, drag Connor, they called us a Heather Dubrow Stan podcast, which, which
2: which seems like a dragging of you more than me.
1: I know, <laughs> which I mean, I fully, I fully take in and bring to myself. We are I'm, Heather Dubrow Stan podcast. Don't
2: worry, we will be getting to Heather Dubrow eventually. This episode,
1: as always,
2: yeah. yeah. So love spending time with Jenny, getting to know the family, beautiful husband. Fun kids. Beautiful
1: husband. Fun kids. Um,
2: A topic of convo, like, we want more kids. How many do they have? They have three. Okay. But to me, it's like, she is 43 slash 45.
1: Mm-hmm. So she has to start anew and, like, put her body through stuff. Uh, uh,
2: if she even can at this point.
1: Right. Exactly.
2: You know, Unless they have, like, frozen embryos or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this on this podcast, about, like, numbers of children in a family.
2: Mm, Yeah. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 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 yes.
1: And as somebody who comes from a family of four, I believe you can stop at three. I wouldn't have been born, but that's okay. That's (laughs) probably
2: okay. (laughs) Cut our losses. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just think, like, you reach an age eventually where it's like, ooh. Like, I gotta go through all this again.
1: <laughs> I know, exactly. And also, like, what what do we want to happen with the next kid? Are these three not good enough?
2: They're not good enough. Well, you know, but, there's there's actually already, like, a decent age difference between the oldest one and, like, the two younger ones. Yeah. Like, I think it's a decent, like, seven years or something.
1: Yeah, we discussed this. And then, like, I think, okay. So I think most, like cishet people Mm, mm, mm. will talk about more kids at a certain point if they don't have and i realize that gender is a social construct these people don't but if they don't have like the boy or the girl that they want Mm, right mm. which is such a weird thing to me but Mm. it is what it is and that's what they do but the fact that they like they have like multiple kids of different genders it's like
2: yeah like what do you need we got our bases covered yeah (laughs) (laughs) wow okay I just hope like we don't linger on this all season. But it seems like we might, unfortunately. It seems like
1: we might and then I feel like we're not going to get the ne- next kid.
2: Yeah, cuz it's just a storyline for the show. Exactly. Okay. Um so let's discuss about future billionaire Whitney Rose. Okay. <laughs> 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 I mean, listen, if Rihanna could do it, why not Whitney Rose? Okay. (laughs) Are you running to get Iris and Bo like a one or three wick candle? Is that
1: the name of the company?
2: So, I think we are in the process of rebranding it to Wild Rose, which like makes so much more sense. Hello?
1: Yeah, but... She's had this company for years, as I learned on the Trixie Mattel YouTube channel, which I yeah. talked about in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, why rebrand? I guess it wasn't successful enough.
2: Well, I think the rebrand makes sense, because, like, she's Whitney Rose. Like, we need to get the name recognition there. That's true. Okay. Whereas Iris and Bo, prior to being her being on Housewives, you're, like, just trying to come up with a name that will succeed.
1: Like Skinny Girl.
2: yeah. Well, no, not like Skinny Girl, because Skinny Girl was birthed <laughs> out of the show.
1: That's true. Um, I will buy. Okay. Will, I will you?
2: Um, I need to see, like, what we're offering. Okay. Okay. Um, Whitney Rose's sex life is being affected by her trying to be a billionaire. Okay. Uh, so she's, like, putting on a little show for us in her confessional.
1: Yeah, this is like a view hot topic. It's like, can I be like a girl boss or can I like, have a good sex life? I think they did it like today, actually.
2: Or can I have it all?
1: Yeah. And that's not dragging the view. Everyone knows the view is my favorite show.
2: Yeah. Okay. Let's check in with Whitney and Heather, Bad Weather, at their private shopping event.
1: Okay, so... Whitney ordered the rosé, and that was a mistake. Hmm. Why? Because I could tell it was one of those, like, really fruity rosés and not, like, the dry rosé that you need. Also,
2: it was interesting to me, like, once the first person orders, unless I feel, like, violently opposed to it, like, I'll just get the same thing to make everyone's life easier.
1: Oh, yeah, same. Usually. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
2: Like, you're making them open all these bottles.
1: I guess, but it's like, they might have had it ready in the fridge or whatever. Maybe it's a screw top.
2: Um, Whitney is obviously concerned about the Genshaw Heather Gay meetup.
1: Which she should be. I don't like this for Heather Gay.
2: I just, I don't understand the journey that we (laughs) Go on and where we are at today.
1: I think Heather's just addicted to the friend juice or whatever she talked about. <laughs> it's
2: a choice. It's not a juice. <laughs> uh Yeah. So we will get there eventually. But um let's head on over to the House of Horrors, Mary Cosby's home.
1: <laughs> yeah. So this is another cousin, right?
2: Yes. The one that's calling her ma'am.
1: Yeah. And he is a contractor, but not good at his job. But yeah, which means like he doesn't like do it in time. But like when he does it, it ends up good. Is her reasoning? But like, does it end up good? Is the question? (laughs) Her brain needs to be studied by science.
2: Uh, Checking in on her son
1: in the gucci bed we've got a gucci car in potomac and a gucci bed in uh salt lake city
2: we have patio furniture in the bedroom we have and a that fridge a smeg fridge which i believe those are like expensive
1: yeah also I, that name also freaks me out uh, no. n-
2: not great branding like maybe let's rebrand to whitney wild rose as well
1: <laughs> i know if you know about smeg oh no if you add another okay
2: let's, let's keep going. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just the the golf green living room rug.
1: I would like to putt on it.
2: Wall to wall, the animals peeing and shitting, thinking they're outside.
1: That is a real thing. So my aunt had a dark green carpet uh, for part of the 90s. Mm. Um, and... Literally, when we would bring our dog to her house in Philadelphia, the first thing my dog would do would be run to the carpet and pee because she thought she was outside. We've what? talked about it, so I think she like, – we've laughed about it, but, like, okay, she now has hardwoods.
2: Perfect, yeah. yeah. I mean, isn't it interesting, like – that wall-to-wall still exists anywhere? No, like, I'm not shading you if you have it, because, like, it, you could be grandfathered in, but I don't think people are choosing wall-to-wall in 2021.
1: I think that you're being um, maybe New York City elitist. Really? I feel like... Well, I'm not... Okay, here's my reasoning. We'll okay. discuss this on the show. Oh, have we? Okay. So, I think that in, like, su- suburban spaces. Mm. People are still doing hardwoods in like shared rooms but okay. when you go into the bedroom they're oh. choosing wall-to-wall, wall-to-wall carpeting. Okay, okay. In 2021. I, I believe that's the case. Okay. And it, that makes a little sense to me because like bedroom is not shoes.
2: To me I like, I, I, listen, everyone love, I love everyone, but like you never know when or where a spill or a or an accident or like a tragedy could take place,
1: Oh, yeah, of course, you know, you could a be a tragedy bl- meaning like a murder?
2: Like, you could be like uh, like you could like cut yourself and start bleeding.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, yes and- i'm with I'm with you. I probably will never live in a space that has wall-to-wall carpeting, yeah, but I'm pretty sure that like it is still a thing in 2021 in some like areas of the country.
2: Okay, yeah, that's great. But hopefully not green, so your animals aren't shitting on.
1: (laughs) I kind of like the look of a green carpet.
2: Like a, listen, it could be green, but like let's have a little pattern in there, not just be like a grassy knoll.
1: (laughs) I love the grassy knoll.
2: (laughs) Then go outside, (laughs) bunch. Okay, like the sconce that she bought because she was on her period. Good the mismatched alice in a wonderland tea mad hatter scene chairs
1: i kind of like those chairs get
2: the fuck out of here in the right space i think they work what uh like in disney world on like the teacup ride maybe no
1: somebody who's like has a lot of like art around or like like that kind of stuff. Not people who are just doing like gray walls. Hmm. But
2: there's just, there's just shit everywhere. The little golden mice.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm all in.
2: You're, so you want to take up residency in the Cosby home?
1: I would like some of the pieces.
2: Where is Robert Sr.? Robert, come home.
1: Isn't he, like, still stuck in, like, Chicago or something? Where was stuck? he? Stuck?
2: Aren't we, what month are we in right now? February? March? Robert would have been, like, eligible for the vaccine in, like, January.
1: <laughs> True. Do you think that that family's getting the vaccine?
2: Uh, I hope. Let me just say I hope.
1: Okay, but, like, <laughs> religious in the way they are?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I could see it go either way, unfortunately. Okay. Um. But, yeah, just, we get into this in our ranking with, with Mary, whereas, like, yeah, this is, like, funny and humorous, but, like, how, how long are we going to do this where she's just wandering the home, you know? Exactly,
1: like, and how long are we going to, like, sit here with a cult leader?
2: Yeah, with a cult leader, for sure. Um, did we do anything with Meredith this week? I can't even remember.
1: Um. Yes, we talked on FaceTime with Brooks. Mm-hmm. And then Seth came in wearing the Meredith Marks mask. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. then they had takeout again, because that's yeah. what they do. They, like, have takeout online.
2: Okay. I got to say, Meredith was on with Candace this week, which I thought was an iconic combo. and mm-hmm. I And I love the future ahead of us of having... One Potomac lady, one Salt Lake City lady every week. Yeah. Like, that to me is so much... I love Double Housewife, two different cities, and we have that, like, for the foreseeable future, hopefully.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Brooks, like, we should have had, like, the second line ready for season two, I would say.
1: Well, you didn't watch the after show. Oh, he gifted all of them some more Brooks Marks stuff, yeah. including like a hoodie and stuff like that.
2: Oh, but like it looked the same to me though.
1: Yeah, but that's the sec that's the second. I mean, the first line was one jumpsuit, the second line uh, a, hoodie, a hoodie and like his little suit?
2: <sighs> Seems thought- like
1: he's he's kind of ready.
2: I thought we would have like had something else.
1: Okay. You know. Well, he's in college now. He is? I think he's at NYU. Okay. Okay. And did, did you not see his tweet from like, I guess a month ago when he said, Oh, I just realized the day before I take, start my classes that I'm registered for all of them in Florence, Italy. Like he had registered for a study abroad program and not like, and he was in New York. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Am I the only one who saw this?
2: <laughs> like, so is he in, Fl- in, in Florence now? <laughs>
1: I I think he probably got them changed because we saw him in New York oh, okay. the other yeah, yeah, yeah. day. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure.
2: Wow. Okay. Um, is there anything else important before we get to the traveling to like the the tundra?
1: The ice palace. Yeah.
2: Let's. go I don't there. think so. Yeah.
1: Okay. Let's go to the ice palace.
2: <sighs> Heather,
1: why are you being roped into this, babe?
2: Yeah, it's. <sighs> I wonder like, you know, we're looking at this, I guess, in the in the context of like Genshot gets arrested and will be go- probably going to jail. In terms of like, oh, even worse for you to be like getting roped into this.
1: Right. And Maybe I Maybe mean, like, she was
2: just like playing along for season two, you know?
1: Right, but I mean like I would say that if we hadn't seen her on social media and on watch what Happens live, like still leaning into her friendship with yeah, Jen Shaw. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's like this entire scene to me was so frustrating and annoying. Cause it's like Jen Shaw coming down that little ice slide performative. Like you are st- trying to study housewives. You're trying to like make yeah. a grand entrance. It's annoying. And then just everything about this was, like, when they were walking into, like, where they were about to sit in front of the fire, Heather was, like, oh, this is why, this is, like, why I'm friends with you. And I was, like, this is so stupid.
2: But even in their, like, making up, Jen, like, can't say the right things. I know. So, why, like, why are we accepting our friendship?
1: I know. And just, like, the shit that Jen Shaw was either liking or, like, reposting or whatever about heather was just so fucking awful
2: yeah
1: like if you started posting shit or liking shit like that about me i would this podcast is over i'm closing the llc
2: oh my god shutting it down (laughs) yeah not great that which is why like the i ending the episode with that i like ended it on a sour note for me yeah agreed yeah
1: so I will say something I like about, like about Potomac is that like the other character being like snowy adventures is fun.
2: Mm. Like we're doing
1: that like fun activity next week as well. Yeah, and like that's something we don't have in other cities.
2: You mean Salt Lake City? You said Potomac.
1: Oh, Potomac's always in the mind. Sorry. Uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I thought you were like tying it all together.
1: <laughs> oh no 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 Salt Lake City, I meant. Okay.
2: All right, let's go on a sunny adventure in Beverly Hills. Let's go. I love the chaos of meeting up at Kyle's.
1: And like meeting up for like no purpose because nope. we're all taking separate cars.
2: Yeah. Why did we meet up? I don't know. To like drive like like when there's like a funeral and like they all like drive like one after the other.
1: And that's so much more stressful than like arriving at separate times in separate cars, it's like you have to follow each other. Then, like if like someone misses the lights, then you have to wait. Or if there's like a car that comes in front of you on the highway, it's stressful. But
2: it's not even like we're going to an Airbnb. We're like, okay, we got to like get the key. Like the person who needs to get the key gets there first. Like we're going to a hotel
1: <laughs> and checking in separately. Yeah. Um, this Kathy forgetting her phone. Well, first of all. Erica bringing the dog so she can avoid hanging out with the women.
2: But th- but this is why I didn't understand. Like when she said that, I thought we were going to get into those one of those like Mercedes Benz vans and go together.
1: That's exactly what I thought as well.
2: So then, what? Did, what are we doing?
1: <laughs> it, meeting up at Kyle's truly served no purpose.
2: Maybe the, like something hit the like cutting room floor floor that we're not getting. Like maybe mm-hmm. that van didn't show up, so they were like, "Oh, let's just take our several cars." I
1: don't maybe know. they shared cars. We didn't really get a lot of them in the cars together.
2: I mean, if anyone was going to be sharing a car, I would think it would be Kathy Hilton, who seemed to like not be very comfortable behind the wheel.
1: It's Kathy Hilton driving is like me getting behind the wheel right yeah. now. Like, you and, I you
2: and Grace Bryant.
1: <laughs> I know I have not driven in. No,
2: you gotta do it. Oh my god. That should be like an activity for us. We will go to a parking lot and you could like feel comfortable behind the wheel in the cursed family car.
1: No, I mean no offense, but like you'd be too judgmental for me so I couldn't do it. You gotta. No, I'll do it with someone else, but you would be too judgmental. Okay, okay. Okay.
2: I gotta say like it's so funny how the like the lady bit is so well received
1: by the people, by but the it's people. so it's so classist, and it's
2: it's <laughs> like a hop, skip, and a jump away from Ramona saying the help.
1: <laughs> Ex- yeah, yeah.
2: I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, it was funny-ish, but like I also can taken the badness of it
1: yeah and i mean like yeah that's all i'm gonna say about that yeah also when kyle met up with when they were like meeting up with her and kyle was like no it goes in mrs hilton's car it's yeah, like yeah. why don't you say my sister kathy
2: no it's very like uh countess de la Sepps.
1: it really was wow
2: <laughs> okay so we eventually get there
1: um, Where are we exactly? San Diego, right? No. Or near San- We're going south from LA.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a warmer climate, except they seemed cold at dinner.
1: No, Dorit specifically said I'm not as cold as I thought I would oh. be.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. We got Garcelle's busy filming, which like I gotta hand it to her. She is putting the real on the map.
1: Yeah, she just hadn't. They just did a big interview with uh, Nikki's husband's husband's accuser. Yeah, victim. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This week, that's big. Also, like her income streams coming in right now. Yeah. Money, money, money. Proud of Garcelle. Yeah, proud of Garcelle. Um,
2: We have Sutton's foot. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah her ankle like uh, sprained ankle or whatever when she was like talking about her ankle and she w- and she was like oh my god it looks like an elephant's trunk and they showed the ankle i was like <laughs> what
2: yeah i got it just a quick side note gotta give her credit she definitely made up for the last disastrous watch what happens live appearance with this more recent one.
1: Oh yeah it was really good
2: remember the last one was like are you well
1: yeah, this one is good. I think she like learned. I bet you she like the last one. She like probably like pre-drank or yeah, like something yeah. like that before it because she was nervous. But this one, she was like, "Okay, I got to do good." I feel like you,
2: if like if you are drinking before the show, you need like one. Yeah, one. One.
1: But the thing is, when you go to watch happens live, like they, yeah. if especially if you're in the back, yeah, and it's like part of like the talent. They really do pump you with the drinks. Yeah.
2: You need one, and then you need, you could have like your second will be the one that you drink during the show. Well,
1: yeah. And then they refill every commercial break.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, speaking of Sutton, in her income streams.
2: Oh, oh yeah. You, this, you saw some like investigative journalism.
1: Yeah. Some Bravo account. I think it was called like Bone Collector Ooh, by yeah. Bravo or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Bravo Bone Collector found the Sutton divorce agreement. And when I say she's making a lot of money a month, it's like she's pulling in 300K a month from her alimony agreement or whatever.
2: Ms. Fang.
1: <laughs> and then that's that's on top of like, she got paid like 1.2 million cash when they got divorced, like off the thing. She also gets like a bunch of other shit.
2: She's making that in four months. <laughs> I know.
1: Like, like, Okay. no when no offense but when she was starting to rent Kyle's house i was like you're really paying 20,000 a month for something like isn't the money going to run out and i'm like oh no the money's never running out That's... like this is till death till death 20 or if she marries
2: Twenty thousand. Well, fuck that. I would never. I know get married. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I would live in sin till I die, baby.
1: Exactly, and my partner would understand. Yeah,
2: but happ- happily. <laughs> I mean, twenty thousand when you are getting three hundred is like going to
1: Starbucks.
2: <laughs> I know it's
1: nothing. Wow jeez i mean
2: listen it's we're not stealing from like widows and orphans but i'm sure like it's just bad in the grand scheme of things
1: well i mean i mean her her ex is like a hedge fund guy yeah. and like no offense to any hedge fund guy <laughs> listeners but it can't be all like hunky dory you know those yeah. deals that happen down on mm. wall street Mm-mm.
2: okay yeah so but like you know all the money in the world and we can't get the ankle together can we (laughs) um so we're all like getting there at different times i do love sisters staying together in the suite
1: yeah especially since they've been like they've had their issues over the past years Yeah,
2: yeah sisters are doing it for themselves um I gotta say, like, it is... I did get Garcelle's point when she arrived. It's, like, a little house of horrors in terms of, like, how empty it feels.
1: Mm-hmm. And, like, finding your way back to the room. Mm. Though, for some reason... <laughs> I don't know if, like, who made hotels, but for some reason, <laughs> always find it back.
2: You have, like, a homing mechanism in you. <laughs> yeah, your- <laughs> it's,
1: like, it's wild. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel the same way about hotels? I,
2: I feel like we had this conversation...
1: Like last week.
2: Uh, no, but like not <laughs> on the podcast, but like with regards to like life. Oh,
1: yes, yes, yes. I think when we were talking about Christina Aguilera. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah, 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 Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, I, I also like can't really wrap my head around like how long are we here for?
1: What, like is it, is it just two nights
2: that we're here for?
1: I don't know. I have no idea. I'm. We're doing something next week at least. Yeah. We're doing something next week.
2: Um, we're having a pop. <laughs> I love how like Gaddy was like, oh, let's have a pop-up picnic.
1: A pop-up picnic. Also that this is Kathy's trip as a friend of is interesting. Love it.
2: But I, I don't think that's unprecedented though. I feel like.
1: I think I know. I feel like there's someone else too. Tanya oh to canada to toronto yep yep
2: yep yep, yes yes yes, how could we forget that that should be like top of mind
1: well because tanya said
2: i'll never see you again (laughs) no but she has been popping up i gotta say she
1: she popped up at the greg leaks thing i know
2: but she's been like a little bit more vocal i want to say
1: yeah well right after uh the stuff with the stripper happened she was going live constantly on instagram with like literary people and like intellectuals Tech. to I think kind of like <laughs> like like scrub her image clean.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have the Papa Picnic. We're posing with the Seals. It was cute when she was chasing the, the Seagulls. And then I thought it was even cuter when Kathy was running away from the Seals.
1: Oh yeah, that was cute. Yeah. How did you feel about the comparison that Kyle made about the Seals and Dorit
2: Um Team Dorit
1: Okay. Yeah. Though, Dorit's rough this episode to me.
2: Ooh, I don't remember, but I'm sure you'll, like, take me there.
1: Later, later, later.
2: Uh, Oh, yeah, now I remember. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He probably uh, says Team (laughs) Dorit. No. You can't edit this out.
2: No. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay. This little lunch... Where like Sutton's not present and Erica's like, fuck her, the door's closed. And we have the allegedly conversation.
1: Oh my god. I mean What I was, was the what was the initial like uh what was said that Erica said allegedly about Okay,
2: so we are talking about Sutton calling her a liar, I believe. Mm-hmm. Which was mostly about the story about tom crashing the car and like did he have a broken ankle or did he have a head injury or like this or that and that's where and then like was he unconscious for 12 hours and that's where erica says something allegedly yeah and then kyle's like allegedly you're the one who told us
1: right yeah it's it's not great and i like that kyle's starting to like poke holes Mm. in it i'm not a kyle stan but i i do feel like by the end of the reunion i'll like her a little more and also by that time i might
2: is that what your vibe is? Because my vibe is, like, I feel like Erica kind of gets off from the reunion.
1: Oh, you think so?
2: I don't think she's, like, getting it from all sides at the reunion.
1: Okay. Then, yeah, if that's the truth. I was just trying to, like, do Halloween promo so we can all oh. go watch it and see Kyle. Okay, okay. And Which, I feel like that'll sync up with the reunion.
2: I do love... For this final trailer before the release of Halloween, Kyle being front and center.
1: Yeah, and they gave her like the all of his former victims thing, where they showed the photo of her from the original, and then side by side. I'm I'm really excited, and like of course she still has bangs. Of course, you you keep the same hairstyle your entire life.
2: Well, no, like once you cut a bang as a child, it never like if you (laughs) cut a bang as a child, it never grows out.
1: It never grows out.
2: So like word. Word of caution to all of you with kids. Like, don't yeah. give your children bangs once you yeah.
1: want to commit. <laughs> Dan is a hairstyle expert. Yeah. So, um, what do you feel about the picnic setup? Was that done by the hotel, do you think? Oh,
2: yeah. You saw them hard at work. It wasn't yeah. Kathy Hilton.
1: I was – no, I know that. But, like, there are now companies that mm. do these picnic setups. I was oh. in – um, I was in whatever – Beautiful park is in Long Island City on the water. Mm-hmm. I was in there uh, Saturday, and they were setting up just, like, a probably a baby shower or, like, a mm-hmm. wedding shower picnic, and it was, like, the same setup. But actually, oh. the one that I saw was nicer than the one that we saw. In
2: maybe I should maybe with. I should get into this, uh, this realm.
1: Yeah, you I, should.
2: I threw together a beautiful brunch, not to toot my own horn.
1: Oh, my God. And... Guys, I love how he says not to toot his own horn, but he's always tooting his no, own horn.
2: No, listen, guys, <laughs> if you're looking for a homemade sausage patty recipe, let me point you in the right direction because I got one. Just like slide into my DMs and I will give you that sausage Why don't patty you
1: recipe. just say what it is or say oh, where you, they can find uh, it?
2: No, 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 le- no. Oh, sp- you invented? No, no. Unless they're sponsoring us, I'm not promoting some recipe website. Put chef. it on the
1: Patreon. Put your version on the Patreon. <laughs> you, it, There comes a time when someone needs to start creating their own recipes. Okay, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, no, I, you know, like, here's... Uh, okay, cooks out there, this is what you do. You follow by the book the first time, and then, like, you think about it, and, like, what would I change the next time? And then that's how you land on your own recipe. Okay. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the best thing Dan's made is the chicken salad he made for my birthday this year.
2: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. But that was very pandering to you.
1: Yeah. But it was like the best thing that I've had of yours. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. Um, so pop-up is done. Then like people start arriving, like Sutton's arriving. She's getting pushed around by Garcelle, even though it's black history month.
1: They're doing, they're doing comedy bits and I appreciate that. No,
2: it was fun. I love the banter between the two of them. It was so much fun. Um, and we like arrived to this dinner where the seating. I don't know like who set that up, but like I would not feel comfortable in any seat other than like Deree and Kyle. Were yeah. they across from each? other? No, no. It was Rena, Rinna, Kyle. Like that little trifecta. Was, were all in alignment.
1: The proximity of Sutton to, uh, to, Oh my God, my brain.
2: It was Sutton across from Crystal and diagonal from Erica. And next to Garcelle. Yes.
1: Yes. Like, that is so rude to Sutton. Yeah. And they've been rude to Sutton with seating like this entire season.
2: And like, I don't want to be rude to Crystal, but like, did she speak this episode?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, we had high, high hopes for Crystal, but like, what's happening? This second half of the
2: season has not been kind to crystal i would say yeah yeah uh but this dinner i loved i love kylan and kathy showing up late and kyle mm-hmm. being afraid to answer the phone and then alex like <laughs> said what kathy was doing was very me in terms of like when renna called kyle and like Kyle was getting stressed out and, and kathy was like what is she your boss <laughs> was like oh, very that is energy. very you oh my god because you
1: you are like the boss
2: no I'm, you act like the boss no, no no my my like what he what he was trying to say was like like i like what am i afraid of her like what is she gonna fire me
1: what i'm what i'm trying to say is you act like you're the oh boss like what like, like, like kathy does
2: okay well then maybe i'm the boss <laughs> Okay, so we arrive at the dinner. It's a shit show. Listen, no one can call anyone a bully until Erica is called a bully. Right?
1: Right. She's so nasty. (laughs) It's like evil the way she talks.
2: And like, I, I get that strategy. But, like she's done that so many times, and we keep getting flashbacks of like her and Teddy Joe, her and Eileen, like
1: I know the thing about the thing about Sutton is Sutton needs like a good media training mm. like to like really ease her into how to talk on shows because she's she's got points, but she doesn't know how to how to get them out.
2: I, I gotta say though, in this situation, I thought she did better than she's ever done before.
1: For sure, but I mean, just in general, even her on watch Weapons live this week, she did have a good episode, but like there were some points where like uh-huh. she was awkward. Yeah though did you, mean, did, you uh, did you notice that she said she loves Giselle?
2: I do not notice that, but I'm sure you did.
1: <laughs> yeah, she turned to uh, Ju- Justin, right oh, Justin yeah. Simeon. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she was like, "Oh my God, I love her." Okay. Uh,
2: OK, so after like the Erica thing kind of cools down. The Rinna, Dorit, Garcelle thing was so psychotic.
1: It, like, the thing about this fight is that Dorit and Rinna proved Garcelle's point the way they acted towards her after she was trying to talk about her point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they fucking made her cry. (laughs) <laughs> and like like unleash all these insecurities and things that she's had. Like one growing up as a black girl in Massachusetts. Yeah and like and like in predominantly white spaces. And then just like in general. And then they after she like cried, they were like, Oh my god. Now we like we like see you. And it's yeah, like, I- no, that's fucked up shit. Yeah, that was really bad. It's bad.
2: It was interesting, like, because it was so clearly the two of them. I wonder, like, how Kyle falls in between all of this. Because I feel like she, Garcelle and Kyle, have kind of reconciled.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I think Kyle has, like, driven back, uh, not to reference Candace, (laughs) since, like, her to-do with Garcelle. So she's, like, taking the back seat, but who knows with the Fox Horse 5. Yeah,
2: yeah. Okay, the next day we wake up, we do a sound bath. I loved being lowered onto the floor.
1: <laughs> it's so fucking funny.
2: I loved Kathy falling asleep.
1: I would fall asleep, probably. I would
2: like that. I feel like that like that is probably like a fun thing to experience.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, um Rinna and Kyle leaning into The tie-dye trends. Mm,
2: Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And then Erica doesn't show up. The Fox Force goes to her side. And we learn, like... We had the, like... um, Kind of a conservatorship hearing. The Mm -hmm. Whether he is fit to, like... Be... Sued and on the stand and all this stuff. And... The diatribe. Is that the right word? The diatribe?
1: Diatribe. Maybe.
2: The, um, that Erica goes on about how Tom's children are not there for him now that the money's all dried up.
1: Mm-hmm. And blah, blah blah
2: blah. It's like, girly, you divorced her.
1: I know. <laughs> I really don't know what she's doing.
2: Like, okay, pause. Okay. If she said she's the one who knew first that he was deteriorating and this or that. If he is truly deteriorating, which like given what we are seeing in present day 2021, Mm. there is a little scary.
1: We're not going to link to it or anything like that, but but there is a video that Page Six, I think, put out. Yeah. um, Where Tom's in it.
2: Where like... Okay. Yeah, it sounds like you had a terrible marriage, but like, if he is truly deteriorating so quickly, like, you can't be faulting other people for not coming to him when you have left. Divorce. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. Whew. It was just wild stuff.
1: Also, so each of these women have their own suite.
2: Yeah, except for the sisters.
1: How many suites are in this hotel?
2: Well, it seems like they're happy to have anyone there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's just, like, surprising because usually, like, when we go on these trips with these women, it's, like, one or two of them get, like, a nice suite or Mm. everyone shares suites. But it's never, like, everyone has their individual suite except for Kathy and Kyle. I I
2: mean, this seemed like a fancy, like, la-di-da place. Oh Oh, wait, the one last thing. Let's close on this rather than Erica Jane. Okay. Kathy inviting the girls for coffee and tea and no one wanting to go.
1: I would have gone.
2: Uh, oh, we know you would have. You,
1: <laughs> I'm I'm late night. You're closing up shop
2: no matter yeah. what's going on. <laughs> no, but that was funny. Okay, let's wrap this up with the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. The Freak of the Week this week is, I want to say, shared by two people. Okay, who? Uh, Brendan Davis and Heather LeBrow. Oh, <laughs> him and her? <laughs> I'm in her, his and hers closet. So Brendan is in DeBro's world, following up on her th- like every day to see whether Heather DeBro has followed Gina Kirschneider, who she is taking on private jets coast to coast, tagging Gina in Instagram stories, but yet still won't follow gina
1: <laughs> i know and maybe i'm like looking it up wrong but i think i'm doing it right no you are, but, i did
2: it i did it she's not following okay
1: her. so heather DeBro last night or today actually went and spoke at syracuse university mm. i think did a live podcast taping okay at syracuse her alma mater oh and i she, didn't know that Yeah. Well, I I knew that because I'm in Heather Dubrow's Oh my god. Wait, have Um, I mentioned
2: on this podcast before that I did one summer of yearbook camp at Syracuse University?
1: No. Wait. (laughs) Wait. What the fuck is yearbook camp? It's like when you pretend to put together a yearbook? Okay. You pretend to put together a yearbook? This
2: is going to sound so bad. No, listen. Listen, listen. This was the summer before eighth grade. And, like, I, like, my mom, like, fought for me to be allowed onto this yearbook camp because, like, I think it was meant for high schoolers, but I was, like, really interested in it because I thought, like, when I would go to high school, I would join the yearbook club.
1: Okay. So, like,
2: this was, like, back in the day where, like, you had to, like, know, like, the special programs that they Like, so you could
1: do the layouts and yeah, stuff like exactly, that?
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and it was only, like, a, a one-week camp. But it was up in Syracuse University. Now, here I am, like, a, this little naive boy going to eighth grade. And it's people who are in high school.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Was it Sleepaway? Yes. That is so scary. I
2: know. So I, I didn't do anything bad. But I was just, like, my eyes were opened up to the world a little bit more, which was probably for the best because, like, I Were would, there
1: drugs at yearbook camp? No,
2: I think that there was drinking at yearbook camp. Oh, but like uh, this was good for me in terms of like I will eventually go on to go to high school in New York City. Um, <laughs> but but here is here is the irony of it all. I never joined yearbook in high school.
1: <laughs> that is so psychotic. So I was. That is such a psychotic story. <laughs> I did um video yearbook in oh, high school, I had so a good I
2: time.
1: yeah, I got to like walk around with the video camera and like film random people and like make them do whatever, mm. but then the key was all that shit's gone like it wasn't preserved. The key oh. was all of my friends' senior year of high school were the yearbook yearbook girlies, mm. so my senior yearbook is like full of photos of me because. They like everyone put just their friends in it.
2: Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So they would come to my work because you know how they had like the page where like people did after school jobs. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's like four photos of me like at Cold Stone in that. There's me in my UNICEF box from like on the club page. Like I'm all over. Yeah.
2: Wow. So maybe I should add myself to you and Heather's name for the Freak of the
1: Week. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) I mean yearbook club the fact that your mom fought for you to go as an eighth grader mm. is there should be a movie made about that <laughs> i don't know fighting for your rights i don't know how hard she fought <laughs> i just know i ended up there and i was
2: like wait i'm the only i'm one young not in high school.
1: were you did you have to like sleep in a bunk with people uh
2: it, i think it was like a like a, a two-person suite where like you walk in the door and then, like the closets are like in the middle of the room, facing the two halves, and like you have a bed, closet, closet, bed.
1: And you had a roommate, yeah. Who was a high schooler, yeah. No offense, Dan. I mean, this is like one of your great fans. That person probably was like, "Oh, I got paired with the eighth grade loser." <laughs> <laughs> Not saying you're a loser, but like getting paired oh, with the eighth grader as a high schooler. It. You're <laughs>
2: Okay. Oh, like wow. while he was
1: drinking like Smirnoff ice with his friends, he was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in a room with the eighth grader."
2: But listen, at the end of the day, listen, I was with high schoolers, but like they too were at yearbook camps. So, like, <laughs> who's really at fault here? <laughs>
1: well, they probably utilized it in their I know careers in high school, unlike me. Okay, <laughs> let us announce
2: the one true queen <laughs> yearbook
1: camp. I will <laughs> never get over it. Okay, go, go ahead
2: once again, Cady Elton. Listen, (gasps) a week after hanging out with with Rihanna, fashion icon, we are going to an event in one wool dress and leaving it in a tablecloth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Kathy Hilton took to Instagram TV to explain what transpired in terms of like she went into this like packed event wearing a wool dress ended up like sticking to her from how hot it was in there and I guess she had like some friend who was able to shimmy a tablecloth together and give her a little uh, toga wrap
1: well what I think happened was she hosted the like Christmas in September party oh. for the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles okay. at the Abbey with um, Paris and Nikki mm. and both, uh, both her sisters Kim and Garcelle ended up <laughs> showing up
2: <laughs> Wait, I gotta say kim looked amazing stunning in that picture
1: stun gun set to 100, and then what i think what happened was after the event kathy went with faye resnick and like some publicist guy to craig's which is like the restaurant in la mm. if you like want to be like paparazzi are always outside okay and then i think the tablecloth moment happened at craig's because it was a craig's tablecloth mm, uh but yeah it was lovely seeing um her in a tablecloth clutching <laughs> faye neck. yes
2: yes wow thank you kathy and thank you for tuning in this week wow as usual head over to ComfortQueen.com. like we mentioned patreon bonus episode ranking dallas which i i know you're not like running for it but also, it's Salt, a horror show. Salt Lake City, which is like a riveting conversation in terms of how do we handle this? Just like one season of Legends, um, we have the pre-show as well. We're we're talking about Lil Nas X Montero. We're talking about the murders in the building. We're talking dancing
1: with the stars. Dancing with the
2: stars.
1: The View behind the. Table podcast.
2: Behind the table. So check all that out at comethroughqueen.com in addition to the private Facebook group, our links to socials, etc. And like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet.
1: Love us, love us, please. Retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I
0: wanna see ya.